0: Hello, I'm Hayden Rogers, and this is an Appendices episode to Episode 6, Kill My Cosmology, about various cosmological models and their place in fantasy world building. Everyone in the world has some knowledge of cosmology. What is it? Cosmology is the facts of the universe. Well, the facts as someone believes them. It's the conception of the cosmos as an organized, structured entity including its origin, order, meaning, and destiny. For instance, the physical cosmology of our universe, that is, the scientific view, is dominated by the Big Bang Theory. The universe started from a Big Bang and expanded and cooled over billions of years to this point. The Earth is suspended in space by gravity. There's not a spiritual or divine aspect to this cosmological model. However, when we look at the various religious beliefs in the world, we start to see a lot of different variations on the facts. Different versions of how the universe was created. Different facts of how everything is laid out. There's spiritual beings who influence everything, and layers or dimensions like heavens and hells. In episode 6, Kill My Cosmology, we already outlined the Christian model, mainly that for a long time it was the prevailing belief that the world was a flat disk or plane, and you could sail too far and fall off the edge. The facts were that there was a heaven physically above us and a hell physically below us, and to believe otherwise was considered heretical or anti-Christian. While it has been widely known that the Earth is spherical for millennia, there are still a handful of flat Earth believers today who have created a new logo and website as recently as 2013. However, while a few Christians have held on to this belief the longest, they weren't the only group to believe the Earth was flat. All cultures had a flat Earth theory of some kind. How could we not when we walk on the Earth's surface without falling off and had no concept of gravity yet? Many thought the disk of the earth floated in an ocean. Israelites held this belief, but also thought that the sky was a solid dome in which the stars, sun and moon were embedded, while the ancient Greek philosopher Anaximenes of Miletus believed that the earth is flat and rides on air, in the same way the sun and the moon and the other heavenly bodies, which are all fiery, ride the air because of their flatness. Chinese concepts about a flat, square Earth remained constant until contact with more modern science around the 17th century. However, they had more advanced theories of the heavens being an umbrella, a spherical heavens that enclosed the Earth at its centre, or even that the heavens were without substance while the heavenly bodies float freely. In a passage of Zhang Heng's Cosmogony, he says, Heaven takes its body from the Yang, so it's round and in motion. Earth takes its body from the yin, so it is flat and quiescent. The Greeks were the earliest at establishing Earth as spherical, and had notions of concentric heavens called celestial spheres, which encircled the Earth outward, and in which the stars and planets were embedded, explaining their rotation but constancy in arrangement. In early models, the Sun and Moon are circular open vents in tubular rings of fire, enclosed in tubes of condensed air, These rings constitute the rims of rotating, chariot-like wheels pivoting on the earth at their centre. Persian astronomer Zachariah Kasvini theorised that the earth is flat and surrounded by a series of mountains. Earth is supported then by an ox that stands on Bahamut, a sea monster dwelling in a cosmic ocean. The ocean is inside a bowl that sits on top of an angel or jinn. Many cultures also believe the world rested on the back of a creature. In fact, the idea of a world turtle, that is, an enormous turtle or tortoise on which the world exists, is a myth theme that can be seen in India, China, and the indigenous cultures of North America. The imagery of the Indian world turtle is perhaps the most well-known, with the earth sitting on the backs of enormous world elephants, which in turn stand on the back of a giant turtle, which is an avatar of the deity Kerma. Similar flat-earth imagery is invoked in Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. Buddhists have the concept of a layered vertical cosmos, of various planes of reality. In the vertical cosmology, the universe exists of many worlds, one might say planes or realms, stacked one upon the next in layers. Each world corresponds to a mental state or state of being. The physical separation is not so important as the difference in mental state. Humans and animals, though they partially share the same physical environments, still belong to different worlds because their minds perceive and react to those environments differently. Planes of existence will of course be familiar to players of the game Dungeons & Dragons, which I discussed in episode 6, Kill My Cosmology, as there are many planes of existence in the game's rules, such as elemental planes, the material world, the ethereal and astral in-between layers, celestial planes, a shadowfell, and the nine hells. Side note, the nine hells are actually a work of fiction from Dante's Inferno, rather than an established religious belief. This cosmological model of many planes is closely related to esoteric or occult cosmology. Again, this is seen all over the world, and centers on the idea of a whole series of subtle planes or worlds or dimensions which, from a center, interpenetrate themselves and the physical planet in which we live. There are direct references to some of these planes in D. We of course know that there are perhaps limitless versions of this tale. Most involve various gods or cosmic beings of perhaps limitless power. It could have been the work of just one being or thousands, In ancient Israel, things did not exist until they were named, and there were two versions of creation, one where God spoke the world into existence and one where he first defeated chaos monsters like the Leviathan in a primordial sea. In many Southeast Asian cultures, there is no ultimate beginning nor final end to the universe. Some theories include a universe cyclically created and destroyed by God or goddess, or no creator at all, or a golden egg or womb, or self created multitude of universes with enormous lengths and time scales. So, what does all of this have to do with writing your fantasy novel or world building? 1. What is your world's cosmology? We know that everyone in the real world knows and believes some version of a cosmology, so all your characters in your world must as well. Cosmology will play a big role in how your cultures think about their world. It might feel like a big task to tackle, but as we've seen, there are multitudes of theories the world over that you can draw inspiration from. I haven't even really scratched the surface here. There is so much out there. Number two, how much do people know about it? In this episode, we discussed many theories that were believed in ancient times when humans had only religious beliefs and their current observations to go off. 2. Where is your society or world? Have they got it right? And further to that, the cosmological model most of us now hold true is the one we have proven, a spherical Earth that is not at the centre of anything in a universe created by a Big Bang. However, in a fantasy world, maybe it can be proven that the world really does stand on the back of a giant creature, or that there are planes of existence that we can travel between and witness. And if it can be proven... Is there religious or scientific consensus, or is there a flat-earth society? 3. What does cosmology affect? Before you go making a unique creation myth for every race in your world, which could admittedly be very cool, factor in how much this is going to affect your novel. Adding details like this can be a great way to flesh out a world and make it feel real. However, a more complex world can change the intended audience, There's a big difference between The Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Maybe it's something the audience will never find out. Maybe your story isn't a deep lore kind of story. But you, as the author, should know and be aware that your characters will believe in something. Thanks for listening. For comments and corrections, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. Just search for Kill My Darlings Podcast. You can comment on this episode blog, as with all episode blogs, at Hayden Rogers, that's R-O-D-G-E-R-S dot net slash darlings, or you can email in at killmydarlingspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast and the content I'm putting out and want to show your support, please consider becoming a patron of Kill My Darlings on patreon.com slash killmydarlingspodcast. That's all for now. I'm Hayden Rogers, and I look forward to killing some darlings with you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.